Yes. Okay, let's go. <clears throat> Whoa. Hello, people. Whoa. I can push it a little. I can push it. Say something. Hello. We are back. Yeah. How are you? You look so good today. Thank this, you. This um, peach-colored shirt really brings out your yeah. brings you out. When am I not brought out? When you're wearing black. It's mm. <laughs> not true. I look good black. Mm-hmm. Black don't. Oh my fucking god! I cannot believe this guy said this. You know, the other night when we were at the park, uh, I told the guy like how old I was, mm-hmm. and then. Um, and then I was like, yeah, I'm 20 and he's 30. And he's yeah. like, yeah, I know it looks the other way around. He's like, yeah. He's like, I guess black don't crack. <laughs> he said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the black guy? The no, guy? the Asian guy. Oh. <laughs> our, our new friend, he said black don't crack. You wanna, I fucking you, died. Wait, do you, wanna, do you want a funny comeback to that? That's going to make everybody laugh. Okay. He'd be like, you could be like, yes, it does. But he spends half, half of his life moisturizing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wendy Williams said that she's like, whenever people goes, man, uh, I guess black don't crack. And she's like, yes, it does. I've seen some cracked black, but I spent oh half my of my God. life moisturizing. Uh, Mark has a vat of Vaseline that he just swims in at night. It's not Vaseline. Coconut it's oil. coconut oil. Yeah, he just swims around in his little kiddie pool of coconut oil. But it's good. My skin is flawless. Yeah, so is mine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He went, all right. All right. Yeah, let's all right. just move Shut on the from the skincare this. conversation. But I have been using my, um, I have been using a daily face wash. Steph, you don't get a prize for that. You're supposed to be fucking using a daily face <laughs> wash. That's like saying, oh, I shower every day. You know, no men do that though, right? What? Only gay boys do that. Use a face wash? Or like do any skincare shit. No, Steph, everyone does it. Okay. Everyone okay. uses a face. Well, then I guess I'm just that hot without it. Okay. Why don't we just move on? <laughs> Let's just move on. Kill myself. Anyway. So I wanted to talk about a couple Wait, of things. Wait, aren't you today. not supposed to say kill yourself anymore? Or I killed himself? Spo- relieved himself? No, the person died it? by suicide. Died by suicide. Okay. Wow. Mm. Even more PC bullshit. It's not bullshit. It's definitely bullshit. No, my friend explained it to me, and she works for the mental illness thing, and she suffers from mental illness, and she explained it to me. Okay. She's like, when someone dies of cancer, you don't say she killed herself through cancer. It's like mental what? illness is a real thing, and like people who are suicidal, it's like something wrong in their brains, and it's like they're, it's telling you if you kill yourself, everything is going to be better for everybody else, for you, and it's just it's wrong, but it's... It's how it is. So when you say they killed themselves, it sends a different message than what is the truth. Mm, well, I think died by suicide doesn't really explain anything either. Yeah, it told you how the person died. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not the most PC person, but like... I'm not saying I, anything against people who kill themselves or die by suicide. Mm-hmm. But it just, I, I don't understand why the distinction. I, I don't really associate negativity with that. Like, it's not like, ah, he fucking killed himself. No, 
most people do. Yeah, I don't know. Because it, it's like you know it's mental illness. I thought that was a given. It's like obviously you're a normal person or like someone who's healthy is not killing themselves. It's not like a thing you wake up one morning and you're like, no, I'm. No, 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 How many might, people kill themselves? I might kill myself today. Myself. <laughs> How many <laughs> if selves? You, if you if you say myself today, then you definitely have mental illness. Oh my god! <laughs> Do you know that Cat Williams joke when he they put him in the funny farm? I don't even know who Cat Williams is. Are you serious? I really don't. Oh my god, Steph, you literally have no idea about black culture. <laughs> You're the worst. I grew but up in the whitest place in the world. You know, there were t- everyone in my community was like, ah, we have to get rid of the low-income housing. What? <laughs> yeah, like our fucking, my neighborhood is like a bunch of fucking Trump-supporting parents and they're liberal kids who are now leaving because they don't want to fucking hear that shit. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. There was no racism in my school, just like all the adults. The kids weren't racist. Mm. Yeah. Maybe the Asian kids. Asians were racist? Asian people are always racist. I always ask my Asian friends if they think it's racist. Or Asian culture. I always ask them if they think it's racist. <laughs> you saw that? Yep. I put a marker to see if I'm going to keep this in or take it out no, later. No, you can keep it. <laughs> no, I always ask my Asian friends if they think... Asian and Indian. Well, they're Asian too. Um, if they think their parents are racist because like they only want them to get with like other people yeah. who are same mm-hmm. ethnicity. And they always say, yeah, f- yeah, of course it's racist. They understand, like they explained it to me, like why it is, why it's they just say, easier, right? yeah, and like the assimilation yeah. and you know the language and understanding the culture. Yeah, Eastern culture is also very, very different. Yeah, and it's very important to them. It is, yeah. They like preservation is like re- cultural preservation is like literally at the top. Yeah, which is really strange. Is it? I don't. Uh, yeah, it is to me. Isn't. I don't know. My shit is always like change is better. Mm. So like change is always better. Why the fuck would you want to say in the past? It's like saying, oh, yeah, no, I, I love my old car that has no air conditioning and no this and that's like, yeah, it might look pretty, but it's like it sucks. But how is that different than somebody saying I I don't want to be gay, even if they are gay, I don't want to be gay because I want to continue my lineage. Like, I want to procreate with a woman and carry on my seed. But you can do that without dating a woman. No, but they're like, oh, the kid won't be mine or like. No, uh, but you can have it be yours. Mm, There's like shit for that. Mm, In vitro. (laughs) Yeah, just fucking go find a hot woman and be hot yourself and then make the perfect looking kid and then fucking take them. And everyone's happy. But she isn't gets that a the same ton of thing, money though? And you get a fucking kid. But isn't that the That's same? Your own. You know, I, can I tell you something what? for Steven? I, I've never had that before. Like, oh, I have to continue my line and blah, blah, blah. Not but for Steven, I've always said. I need to pass on the chest hole. Oh, the divot. <laughs> if nobody knows. Steph has a giant <laughs> fucking hole in his chest. No, it's actually it's actually pretty common, but it doesn't. It's not a genetic thing. Oh, it's not. No, it's just like a developmental Ah, so I've always said that for my ex, Mm -hmm. like I I wanted to give him that gift of like, hey, let's do the in vitro for you and we'll name him Junior after Mm. you. (laughs) Wouldn't it be funny? (laughs) 
If you just swapped out the comment the last second and you put your own, he's like, oh my God, my kid's black. Oh no. <laughs> You're black, Steven. <laughs> You're black on the inside. You have a lot of black in you. <laughs> he literally oh is like the whitest no, guy. You have a lot of white in you, Mark. Oh, oh, oh my was, God. That was not a good. It. I'm not happy about myself with that one. Are you sure? No. I feel like no. you're very happy about this. Nah. I, it wasn't. It should have. No. It wasn't good. But I do have a lot of white in me. <laughs> uh, I'm sitting too close to you for this. Are you? I feel like we um, can get a little no, bit closer. I think we're good. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So yesterday was a really, really important day. Was it? Mm-hmm. What happened yesterday? We had a big fight. Did we? Yeah. We didn't have a big fight. I feel like you every told me argument to shut the fuck is up, a, and I a, went okay. No, you didn't. You never shut the fuck up when I told you to shut the fuck up. Anyway, <laughs> so we had a pretty intense argument yesterday, and um, I, f- I he means intense, but it was literally ten minutes long. Yeah, <laughs> it was ten minutes long, and everything went back to normal after. <laughs> but I. I think that entire day, I learned so much about myself. I learned so much about you. I learned so much about our union. And I learned so much about... I felt more connected to you yesterday than I ever did. Like, ever. Mm-hmm. Why is this? I was going to ask you last night because you sent me that. But then I was just like, I fucking hate texting and I'm tired. Yeah. He literally just stopped texting <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, I was just so tired already. Cause and then like, I go, wait, I'm going to read what I said like, to you. <laughs> And then you're like, why are you not texting me back like your Tinder whores? And I'm like, that's not very nice to say. Um, I said, <laughs> I text wait, them back. Listen, sometimes. listen what I said. I said, uh, listen, I go, I, fe- I feel like today is my favorite day I've spent with you. And all he said back to me was interesting. And I was like, um, it's true. And he still didn't say anything. So 15 minutes later, I text him and I said, so you're just going to leave me like this? You're going to treat me like one of your Tinder whores? He's like, oh, my God, relax. Are you horny? <laughs> and then I said, I sent, like, the smiley face emojis, and I go, don't, I didn't have to say that last part. Don't ask questions that you don't want the answers to. Anyway, um, but, yes, he he's very mean to me. <laughs> but anyway, anyway. We were going to get to it. I just, it was late, and I was tired. Anyway. We like worked till late yesterday. We did work late. No, we didn't. No, not really. We, we were here till like, later. We left here at like six o'clock. No, we left here at like seven almost. Oh yeah, we did leave at seven. Yeah. That's an early day for us. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so I felt very connected to you because I I think for <laughs> oh thirteen hour day that's short. <laughs> that's the standard. Am I gonna get to the fucking story? Uh, are we gonna ever get to eight hour days? <laughs> Hopefully. God, I hope so. <laughs> Um, Give me my life back. So I, you were able to express your vision for what you want for the company, and I thought that was very, very important for me to hear. Mm. And I, 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 I also learned a very, very valuable lesson about, um, just being open, because Same. the truth is always in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. As much as you think you're right, the truth is typically in the middle. Yeah. And so... The argument was... Let me give some context. Yeah, I was going to do that. Um, You're not very good at it. Okay. Um, I, I don't mean that in a rude no, way. No, I agree you're with you. You're just not very good at I telling stories. 
I'm very um, good at telling stories. No, your stories go, they're, they're very non-linear. You go from the front to the back to the front to the back, and it's very confusing for people. Okay, fine. Um, and then you take the long way around. It's like... Uh, I don't think that's true at all. Yeah, it is. I think um, you just think Mark, I... People, people will hear the story. You'll tell a story. That was so much popping. Um, people, t- you'll tell somebody a story. I'll listen to the whole thing and be like, they had no idea what he said. Okay, and that I'll was explain. one time. It happens all the time. Does it? And you know this. And, I, and I'll literally be like, okay, this is what he's saying. <laughs> explain it in two minutes and then i'm like oh okay and i'm like what well, he said yes <laughs> so, so what happened was we okay. came in and yes. we were both in a good mood i, I, don't I was know in a happened. fantastic I, yeah i don't mood. know what happened and then we mark was like i think it just kind of hit me weird because it's like i like i had a very different vision and like I, I guess maybe i felt like you didn't understand it or whatever i don't know i, I really don't know what it was okay. but um we were talking about it. Mark wanted to go really low end with the shit we were doing, which I understood. But then I didn't want to go that low because I didn't want to be known as a company who does all the shit. Like, you know, I, I don't want to be Walmart. Yes. For creativity. Right. I want to be who's high end and cool. Sotheby's. Whole Foods. You want to be Sotheby's? No, no, I definitely don't want to be Sotheby's. Sotheby's is one of the mm. top no, um, but brokers ugh. for like fine like, art uh, and no. everything fine. Pier one. No, ew. Who's cool and high end? In terms, I want to be Lamborghini. Okay. Or, yeah, I want to be Lamborghini, not Ferrari. They're too specialized. Mm-hmm. Um. And no, I want to be Audi. Ooh. When I think Audi, I always think diplomatic. Mm-hmm. I want to be. Important. I want to be Audi because Audi owns Lamborghini, mm. and also everybody else basically. And they Porsche, own a lot of stuff. And Porsche and really? VW and <laughs> they what? own so many companies. Yeah. Whoa. They, so they're they, the LVMH of, yeah, of cars? Yeah, them and then, uh, well, yeah. And then Volkswagen is like the biggest, basically. Volkswagen is the biggest car company? <laughs> yeah, they own everything. Really? Audi, Audi. And they own Audi? Audi and Porsche are all underneath them. <laughs> all that. Yeah. Wow. It's like, so funny yeah, with these Every big Lamborghini companies. engine is a German Audi engine. Really? Mm-hmm. I think you told me this before. Yeah. Mm. And like uh, Lambos always get um porsche or audi engines like trickles down mm. yeah and then like the other people get the styling from lambo lambo mm-hmm. anyways so he wants to be you want to be the audi yes of creativity mm-hmm. um i don't want to be vw because they have too many lawsuits and problems with emissions <laughs> okay um but yeah, I, I didn't want to be like the low-end shit like where we did everything i wanted to be i want to be the best you know, I want to just be synonymous with the best. And that doesn't mean the most expensive or the most luxurious. I just want to be the best. Oh, my fucking God. Who's calling Every time. Oh, Every it's time. my alarm to be nice. Just take it off of vibrate. So put it on silent. No, I like it vibrating. But not for no, the no, show. No, no, no. Shh. Okay. Let me vibrate. <laughs> um, so the argument was that he was going really low on the prices so that we can get in there. And I agree with that, but then I didn't want to go too low because then it's like we're going to be put into a really weird position of like, oh, you do luxury and also the lowest end shit. It's like very confusing. Um, and then I got hot. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> and then we fixed it. Um, so I, I don't know. I think because like it's so, I'm so afraid of myself that I keep my ego in such rigid check. I don't like I, it when he gets quiet. 
I, I yeah, he doesn't like. No guy likes when I get quiet. Steven used to go fucking berserk. <laughs> um, for a completely different reason. You feel like, what do you think when I get quiet? Because he thought that he has like crazy abandonment issues. Mm-hmm. So he felt like the person walked out. Like I disassociated from him. <laughs> no, and, you just disassociate from the situation. Yeah. I'd rather just face it right then and there rather than like stopping. Yeah. Just like, why do I need to come back to this later? Yeah. Just like fix a problem. Do you it, it's very confusing to me because it's like then the problem gets tabled and it's like, no, I'm still, I still want to fix the issue. But do you know why I get quiet? Yeah, because you don't want to act crazy or say something yeah. crazy, which is like weird because like, I mean, I say some crazy shit a lot of the time, but it's generally not when I'm mad. Oh, you say crazy when you're mad all the time. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just, I remind myself that it's because you're upset. Mm-hmm. I try. I really do try not to. Yeah. I say a lot. Of, I, but you I can't control when you get, when you're mad, if, you're, if your mouth is moving, it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> sure, you can't. Yeah. There's nothing you can do because you're upset. Of course, you're going to say the most terrible thing to hurt the person. I don't do f- I don't do play fighting, mm-hmm. and it's it'd be very bad if like because you're the only person I get mad with, yeah. you and my dad. Oh my god! I I don't really get nobody else riles me up, like nobody else. Yeah. Unless like there's only two types of anger with me. It's like people I care about, and then so- if somebody hurts somebody I like mm-hmm. or care about or I'm protecting or whatever, and there's no in between. I don't get angry at any other situation. Yeah. No, it's like I'm very calm in that sense but if like you are important to me i get very upset <laughs> should not be that not weird it, why don't you yeah. just be upset with the people you don't care about instead of the people you care because about? because they don't matter <laughs> so i can just brush them off like it literally doesn't like very little things get to me unless yeah. it's done by somebody that I, can, yeah. that I care about so all right so my point of view with this whole thing was that i believe in the whole thing of like in Jamaica, we have a saying, you have to kiss the ass before you can kick it. So mm-hmm. I don't mind paying my fare. Like when we started this thing, we did a whole bunch of stuff for free just to like show the work that we have, develop a portfolio and, you know, start getting our name out there. Mm-hmm. And that was perfectly fine with me. I mean, it was fine with you, too. So I really don't. And I think. And yeah, we just. I'm good with that, you know, like, it's like, yeah, we need to do the free shit because nobody knows us. Yeah. But then, like, now we have some deals coming in the pipeline mm-hmm. and, like, they're secured in, like, you know, mm-hmm. we're ready to go with them. And, like, right now we're at a little bit of a money crunch, mm-hmm. I'd say. Like, we don't have money to pay rent in seven days. Yeah. Um, say it. I don't want to be screaming because then the guy's out there. He's like, what? <laughs> Breaking in through the door. Um but we're gonna figure it out but then mark's like oh we should do this thing for super cheap i'm like no because that's gonna ruin our reputation yeah and and i didn't want to go that low yeah so we're in so the crisis is this or the quandary is this you go really high and but the thing is we're still not going really high okay so not really high it's like it's it's reasonable we're still undercutting everyone else we are out there by quite a margin yes but it's it's like the type of things we're doing so it's like very luxury places yes which takes longer yeah. to move right and so there's less of the the higher you go 
the more in love these people are with the people who are already providing the service. Yeah. Because and also like the longer, the more money you're looking to make off one deal, the longer the, longer the, will the, take. Sales, um, the yeah. sales pipeline is. Yeah. Yeah. So if you do like smaller things, it will come a little bit faster, but it's you're putting your reputation in jeopardy. And there's also much smaller margins. Yeah. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. So. And even less space to fuck up, mm -hmm. which is kind of it feels backwards, but it's not. It's like because when you have the money and you don't really care, it's like you don't really care. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have the money and you really care, it's like you can't fuck up or else people like fucking destroy you. Yeah. So um that's what we were faced with did we come to a resolution with that we did right yeah we went in the middle yeah what did we say five thousand dollar rentals five thousand rentals and above yeah so we'll do for like this is oh this is for our staging mm -hmm. so we're only doing five thousand dollar rentals and above like mark started at three thousand and i was like nah that's way too low yeah i so still 5, think five thousand is a little low but we need to do it for now and then we can just tell them to fuck off once we're in with the big guys yeah 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 so i mean we're really really excited mm. we're you know a lot of things are coming together very beautifully but i just felt like it was it was really really nice i felt like you got to express yourself so another thing that you said is that you wanted to be the best you wanted to be when someone thinks of any of the things that we provide, photo, video, creativity, cre creativity like staging, general. you want to be like the best, like the yeah. name that they think the best. Yeah. We're now, the baseline. Now, I, my question to you was, what does best mean to you, the biggest company? Because then I made the comparison between Pier 1 and Ikea. Mm -hmm. ikea is way bigger than pier one they're like the biggest furniture company in the whole world yeah but it's not luxury furniture mm -hmm. by any means you know but then pier one is luxury shit or like mm -hmm. at least way higher than um than uh, ikea yeah. but they're a lot smaller company yeah so i was asking you what does best mean to you does it mean being the biggest or being synonymous with luxury and you were able to give me an answer, but I want you to go over it here. I don't care to be the most luxurious. I, that's not the goal, mm -hmm. which is what this is what we already talked about. Yeah. This isn't this is like a recap. Yeah, I don't care to be the like, I don't want to I don't give a shit if our company is the most luxurious company. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? Mm -hmm. um, but I want us to set the precedent for creativity and for like what people think of like when you think of a luxury car, the first car that pops in your head is like an Audi or a BMW. Yeah. Or, you know, when you think of like great brands, it's like, it's what's you think of Apple. Gucci mm -hmm. or Apple or I don't know what else. Yeah. Those are good. Examples. Yeah. So it's like, they might not be the biggest companies. Well, Apple, is, mm -hmm. well, they're not the biggest actually, but um, like these companies, you think of them and it's like, they're not the most expensive, craziest shit, mm -hmm. but they're the best at what they do. You know, it's like that's the baseline for for quality. And that's what I want to do. And like with that comes like the size as well, because the better you are like that when you're that good, it's not like completely unattainable where it's like. Because quality is like a is a graph of diminishing returns. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like. 
that mid end it's like with cameras or with anything with anything like great it's like you know there's like the shit stuff and then there's a really big jump from the shit stuff to the medium end stuff mm-hmm. and then there's a very small jump from medium to high yeah there's not much of a difference there but so like, wait so to put this in in terms that other people can understand so you have like a toyota yeah versus a mid-level which is like let's say a bmw and then you can go bugatti lamborghini yeah so if so the difference between mm-hmm. so a brand new toyota 2020 is what 30 35 40 thousand yeah. are you stupid how much is it 16. i don't know 16 yeah a brand new yeah, toyota yeah, like a, a corolla or something really yeah they're cheap 2020 maybe, maybe 20 20 20 something thousand okay all right so brand new brand new 2020 yeah. um toyota yeah. is 20 grand yeah brand new 2020 bmw is around 46 46 yeah and then a brand new bugatti let's no, let's not go bugatti. <laughs> let's say a, like a huracan which is like the 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 entry level lambo Okay. Um, How much is, is that? 2020. 400,000. 400. So you're paying 10 times more yeah. from the, the BMW to the, to the Lambo, but only the people who are like really good at driving cars and understanding them will really feel the difference. Mm. And most people will not enjoy that Lambo because they don't really? know how to drive it. The suspension's super stiff. It doesn't have a lot of amenities. It's not that comfortable. It's like... It's not? No. So what's the point of this car? Because it's hot and it has, it's a <laughs> fucking amazing V10 and it sounds incredible. And like the engineering that goes into it and the detail and like the performance. But like most people don't care for any of that. You sound like all the watch nuts that I know. Yeah. No, but like with cars, it's different. <laughs> Watches is like, it's fucking bullshit because like they all tell the same time. But like the things you can but do. But it's the Lamborghini- same thing with a car. No. It can no, take no, no, you no. to point A to point B. That's what people yes, want. But a lot of people will take them to the track and they'll do this. It's like. It, there's a big difference there. You, a Lambo and a and a and a BMW, like even though it's only a few seconds difference on the track, it's like a massive difference. <laughs> it really is. Um, yeah. Anyways, but that's the point. It's like I know a lot of watch nuts, and they sound very similar. Yes, because you, a watch can take you from point A to point B. <laughs> Ride your fucking no. It's watch, like Mark. it's like it's like they look at a a, a digital watch, or they look at like. You know, like a shit Modasi mm-hmm. watch, and they go, "Ew, disgusting!" I would never put that in my arm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "But the Vacheron Constantine is like literally telling the same time." It's like, and they're like, "Are you crazy?" And they go into like all the mechanics, and they're like, "Some confused Italian man or some confused German man spent hours and hours hand putting this watch together." Confused. Yeah, because they that's all they do. That's their whole lives. <laughs> the Rolex guy, you should see how they put together the Rolex. No, it's I know. insane. I know. I'm like. What the fuck? It's the craftsmanship. And it's yeah. like the same thing with these cars. It's like most people won't tell the difference. Mm. Um, but the people who do, they really appreciate it, which yeah. is like why there's such a small market. Like Lamborghini and Ferrari and these big race car companies, like they struggle a lot. Like, do they struggle? Yes, they're not big companies by any means. No, I know. Right. That's why they're bought out by other companies all the time. Really? Yes. Oh, so it's, is it because of like, to if preserve the exclusivity to the car. They're like, no, we will never go lower. We'll never mass produce. We'll never this and that. Yeah. They don't because it's like that perfection. But with, even though they're like struggling. Yeah. Would you do that? Yeah, if if that's like what I love. Yeah. 
because it's that insane perfection. It's like, yes, the cars are two, two to $5 million, but the R&D that goes into them and the testing and the shit and the development and, like, the material they use is, like, all worth – it's, like, worth every penny. How much is the 2020 Bugatti? No, the 2021s are around 2.4. Like, there depends what model you're buying. $2.4 million? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I think they just released a new Super Legera recently. Anyways. Um, okay, so back to the point. But the point is that, like... What do you want? I want, like, to be the high end of that. I want to be, like... When I say, like, I want to be, like, Volkswagen or Audi, it's, like, I want to be able to have both of those things. You know, there's, like, a super high end to us. And that's like a little bit off to the side, yeah. you know, like for full movie productions for like shit like that, where we're the best, the best, of the best. It's mm -hmm. like, there's nothing better. And then I want the, but the big company part of it, you know, so that it's like the meat of the company and where most people are going to sit is like in an Audi. You mm. know, it's like, it's not fairly standardized, but it's like not the craziest, most expensive shit. Mm. So that's my goal with creator it's like the standard for creativity it's like when because these cars especially they're compared like when a new car comes out like when alfa romeo or um or jaguar releases a new car they're not as big companies but they're compared to a bmw mm. hmm. or an audi a4 and m3 my friend had an a4 it was so sexy yeah i don't like audis no mm -mm. anyway so my goal for this company is literally to help Except us for the rx7 because that shit's hot as fuck it's a wagon with 800 horsepower i don't know what any of this means. oh my god <laughs> my anybody who stupid. anybody who heard me is like yes <laughs> <laughs> who knows what i'm talking about it's a station wagon that holds ass station wagon i know what a station wagon yeah is. it's an audi station wagon yeah, and it holds ass <laughs> Mm. Uh, the the base model comes with 650 horsepower that's a lot of horsepower no what's the standard horse in a regular car yeah like what kind of car corolla oh my god 80 no yeah. are you serious yeah. that's a lot of horsepower how much is in a bmw uh they they range like an m3 or an a3 or an or a three series like a three series would be around 220 230 and this one has eight 600 and something yeah Wow. Yeah, and then like the high-end exotic supercars have around mm, around 800 to 1300. What? Yeah. 1300 horsepower? Mm -hmm. It says horsepower? Yeah. 1300 horsepower. Wow. That's crazy. Anyways, enough yeah. car talk. Um so what I was yeah. saying was that I want to just help as many artists as possible. Mm -hmm. Like we have this different, and I was thinking about this a lot this morning. Um, you think that I'm always focused on the underdog. I cheer for the loser um, more so than like I'm overcompensating. And I don't know. I you don't just think, like people, Mark. No, but I, yes. <laughs> yes, I do like people. But I think... I don't think there has to be winners and losers, bright and dumb, ugly and pretty. I don't think that's true. I, if then, if there's no, 
and this is just going to sound a little controversial here, mm-hmm. or like it's going to offend a lot of very, very liberal people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I was thinking today? I'm going to tell you this before you say mm-hmm. what you're about to say. At your core, I think you're Republican. <laughs> and I'm more socialist. <laughs> you definitely are socialist. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't describe myself as a Republican because I'm very open in a lot of ways. But the new face of the Republican Party, that's not Republican ideal. Republicans think that the, the ideal that founded the party was you pull yourself up by the bootstrap, nobody's going to give you shit, and there are winners and losers, and that's okay. Oh, yeah, in the past, yeah. What, like, an actual... If you, like, look at Republican as, like, a, as yeah. what it was founded off of, yeah. um, I'm sort of probably in between Democrat and Republican. I can't, I can't call myself a liberal. Yeah. Because I'm not. Yeah. Like, I, I fight for for social causes and stuff like that yeah. because I believe in equality, but it's, like, I don't... I believe in equal opportunity. Yeah. But, like, I don't particularly believe in equality. Like, it's, like, everyone should... Like, you're you're more socialist. Like, yeah. you believe in complete equality. Yeah. It's, like, I don't believe in that. I think you need a hierarchy. Hmm. And it's, like, even, like... Because democracy is the best form of government that we've found so far. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Anyway, so you were um, saying. Jordan Peterson was talking about this. Well, maybe people got upset hearing oh that name. Oh, my God. Um, Trigger warning. But, but a lot of... He, he talks about something, and I find it interesting. It's like, you can't... Everybody can't be a thing, you know? Not everybody can be intelligent or creative or whatever the describing adjective is, or else that word is useless. Mm-hmm. It defines nothing. Mm-hmm. Because then everybody has it. Yes. Like... um. So, I I don't believe it can be true. Like I don't believe that everybody not every because not everybody is intelligent. Not everybody is is creative. Not everybody is this or that. Mm-hmm. It, not everyone's attractive. Mm-hmm. And and then like with the liberal shit, it's kind of crazy now because it's like ah oh, like everyone's beautiful and everyone's this and that. It's like no, mm-hmm. not everyone's super intelligent. Not everyone's this and like. And that causes a huge problem mm-hmm. because because then if you quote unquote speak the truth, then you're a bad person. No, oh. no, it's because you're denying truth. Mm. You're denying things that are real. It's like intelligence is a thing. So you're denying like the really smart people from rising to the top. No, you're denying the really dumb people from having opportunity because you're like, no, it's like when you're a liberal and you're saying everyone's like super smart or super whatever. Um, or everyone's super beautiful or what that whatever that is it's like the high the people who are those things are always going to rise to the top regardless mm-hmm. because that they they're just better they're better usually yeah. at those things you know at those specific things but then what what happens in those cases is like when you deny that there's a low end to mm-hmm. the spectrum then the people at the bottom struggle so much more because there's no because you're it's like denying racism it's like you're denying the fact that this exists so then you're saying, no, everyone can, like, oh, of course you can be a, an astronaut or this. Like, mm-hmm. everyone can be an astronaut if they tried hard enough. It's like, no, not everyone can be an astronaut if they tried hard enough. Mm-hmm. You just can't because some people are just not are just not intelligent enough to do that or not physically capable of doing that. And then you're taking away opportunity from the people at the bottom. It's like, because at the end of the day, like, as technology moves forward, as that, it's like the intelligent people who are attractive are going to rise to the top every single time in every society. It's just what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you're, if you're 
dumb mm -hmm. or ugly or even worse, both, your life is going to be a living hell under regardless, Democrat or Republican. Mm -hmm. Because people are denying that that bottom part exists, especially on the Democratic side. And then it's like, or the liberal side. But I how is say. that taking opportunities away? And because then there's no, there's no fallback. There's nothing there for those people to support them. Oh, because you're saying they're, they're not there. They're not there. You're saying they're not there, so you're denying the effect. You're denying that these people exist, which mm -hmm. is like the bottom 20th percentile. Mm -hmm. It's like those people don't have jobs anymore now. Mm -hmm. It's like saying, no, you. of course you can be smarter in this and that. Like some people generally don't have the capacity for it. Mm -hmm. So, and like, even with the, there's like the lowest 15th percentile of people um, on IQ, and I know IQ isn't a particularly good, way of testing mm -hmm. but the u.s military will take anyone mm -hmm. you know that mm -hmm. everyone knows that they'll take anyone but they will not take people with an iq of under under 83 mm -hmm. and you have to do that and that's if the u.s army and military set that standard it means it's the bare minimum mm -hmm. and there's still a 15 percent of people that are below that so you're saying this to say there's what? nothing for those people you just deny that they exist. They will never be able to get a job or work anything. You can't even work as a factory worker. Fair enough. There's nothing there for you. You cannot operate. Your brain cannot function doing those tasks. Oh, you mean like people who are like like really, really... Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And it's so, a really big problem. As, and as technology advances, the IQ threshold mm -hmm. for what you, where you're at, is going to increase higher and higher and higher because it's like as technology increases, like low skill jobs are going to go away. Mm -hmm. And it's not like, oh, robotics are going to replace everything. Cause like even now in 2020, robotics haven't replaced McDonald's workers mm -hmm. because that's a very complex task. Mm -hmm. And if a robot can't replace you, then that means that that task is going to be pretty high. So once the robot is able to replace those people, it's going to replace a really big chunk of those people mm -hmm. because then like they're going to be able to just like, and those aren't like super low IQ people that yeah. work in McDonald's. It's like, oh, that's the lowest tier job. But that actually takes quite a lot of stress management because like mm -hmm. working at McDonald's is very stressful. Yeah. And then like doing the task, it's like, yes, it's repetitive, but you do a lot of different tasks at the same time at the same time. And it's like it takes quite a bit of mental capacity to do that. Mm -hmm. And so it's like people saying like, ah, you go work in a McDonald's. It's like, no, I can't like mm -hmm. this, like mentally I cannot do it. Okay. So here's my point of view as it regards. How did we even get here? Because I'm, you said how you want the company to be. You want mm. it to be the best and this and that. And then I was like, define best. Mm. So for me, the vision, the way I see that kind of thing in terms of like smart versus stupid or pretty versus ugly and this and that, I hate exclusivity. I used to, like, I have certain privileges with like, being reasonably attractive or like being reasonably intelligent mm -hmm. or whatever, being reasonably social where like I get a lot of shit and I mm -hmm. do enjoy a lot of privileges that comes to people who are within that group. Mm -hmm. However, it is not lost on me that there are a lot of people who are excluded from the things that I enjoy and it's no fault of their own. To me, I want to create an entity, a business, and I want to engineer my life in such a way that I can be a support 
to, for lack of a better term, as many people as I can, or for all people. I know it will never be for all people, but for as many people as I can, whilst not excluding, doing my best not to exclude people just because of things that they cannot control. Mm. And let me explain how my life has taken me here. I saw this exclusion the most when I was a promoter in high and New York City clubs because there was, an hi there was a hierarchy. If you're wealthy and white, come right in because you're going to pay for a table $5,000 for three bottles of Grey Goose. Mm -hmm. And then the next group is very hot girls. You're a hot girl. You know that you enjoy that privilege, so men are going to buy you drinks anyway. So you can just join a guy's table. Mm -hmm. And you and all of your hot friends can drink his three Grey Goose all night. And that's how it goes. Everyone Everybody else, else like, luck if you get you're it. not you're like literally going lower and lower. Yeah. And so the next group of people, it's like hot, hot guys. Yeah, hot guys. You come in, you're not going to have a table, but you're hot, so you add to the overall experience yeah. of the club. And you'll buy a few drinks here and there. You'll buy drinks. And then and for the girls that you're trying to impress. You'll also buy drinks mm -hmm. for the girls you'll impress. The next people on the list are broke guys. Broke guys come before unattractive women every yeah. time. But I would say like it's like, realistically even before hot guy like after hot guys it's like hot ethnic guys well hot guys by default that's white hot guys mean you're white no i know that i yeah. wanted to clarify black guys can't them. be hot that's what i'm saying yeah i want to clarify yeah it's like underneath hot guys it's like yeah. hot ethnic guys yeah like if you're a hot guy like you're white. yeah so anyway so and, and that's it's the same just, thing with like girls it's like hot white girls hot, hot white girls. girls and then there are hot no hot guys. ethnic girls that's not true Listen, even I'm just saying. No, like I'm saying even in clubs, that's not true. Listen, I work there, so maybe you can tell me your experience. Oh, okay, fine, fine. So um, no, there's not one hot black girl. I'm just saying the like place. the generic. Yeah, like yeah, you look sure. at all of these tables, just type in One Oak, type in um, uh, Avenue, type in. Yeah. Let's not be calling these clubs out right now. Yeah. No, I'll call them out right, later. Let's go later. down the okay. fucking list. <laughs> and and you look, you look at the tables, just put it in into Instagram. Mm -hmm. It's all white girls. You know, anyway, um, I saw people who had their money because it's not money necessarily that get you in if you're mm -hmm. not buying a table. Yeah. If you're not buying a table, it doesn't matter how much money you have. Yeah. Because at that point, it's, it's all aesthetics. It's how the club looks because mm -hmm. the guys who buy tables are fat white men yeah. who work in finance. Yeah. You know, who are pieces of shit. Nobody wants to marry them any fucking way. So they just like date out of work models who are still tens. Yeah. But in New York City, you can be a 10, you're still not gonna make it as a model. Yeah. You know? So go somewhere else. Go somewhere else. Go to Oklahoma. You can mm. get a job there. Well yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway. I wouldn't say go to California either because definitely like, you can't go to Cali. It's because like, a Cali ten, a New York ten is a Cali seven. No. Yes. I think I think I think New York the Bro, highest, the hottest, no, no, the highest level of of like New York models are yeah. like a little higher than I think LA models. Or Absolutely at the very not. Same level. Well, at the very That's very high end, very high. it's the same girls yeah. because they go between LA That's and New York. Yeah. But the hot, the hottest people in the country in the in the country are in California because they all move out there to make it. That's why everybody's <laughs> so fake. You know, yeah. anyway, so that's I'm a whole make it here story. in the hard part and then go hey. to Cali. <laughs> well, it's like movies and shit out there. Yeah. And porn. I'd love and whatever. to go out to Cali. Oh, you're going to have such yeah, a good I time. Wait. I can't wait for you to go. Anyway. um, So 
it's like super fucking weird. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't like this because all the fat girls, they couldn't get in. The fat guys, yeah. you get the Definitely fuck out of here. Geeky guys, the mm-hmm. fuck out. Yeah. You can't come. If you're like a group of dudes and you don't have like hot bitches with you, get the fuck out. Yeah. Like it's just if you're of color. Don't even bother joining the line. You're gonna stand here until four four in the morning. They're not gonna let you in. Yeah. You know. So, I thought that was just so fucking, like, I hated it. Yeah. And it's being very a part sad of when it. You heat, when you see like in New York, it's like still very hot girls, but they're sitting in line because yeah. they're not hot enough. Not and hot they're enough. Not, or they're not tall enough. It's crazy. Or not thin enough. Or they're not. Or their hair is not yeah, good enough. Long enough. It's 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 bad. Yeah, and yeah. I was it's just like, like if I you look a little be... bit different than what's on Vogue right now, then yeah, you're not getting in. No, you can't go in. So I hated it. So I started throwing my own events. Yeah. And my events were rad as fuck. And they were so much more fun than the shit in the clubs. Because everyone in the club is fake as fuck. Super because fake. Because they, they need to keep that image. Yeah. It's or all else they're not image. getting in. <laughs> it's not about like having a good time. It's about yeah. image. And That's why nobody know. dances. Yeah. Everyone sits around and like it's so weird. Giggles. It's like the losers in the in the middle who don't have a table. They're like you know enjoying themselves. Yeah, <laughs> the losers are having the, the losers biggest are time, fun. the best time. It's great. You know what's the the funniest and weirdest part about and this whole like, thing? And they're like not losers because <laughs> everyone around the outside is like, "Fuck, I wish I could be there." Yeah. The weirdest part about being in a club at an exclusive club is seeing that at the tables, no one sits in the chairs. They sit on the top of the chair. Yeah, the benches. Like mm-hmm. they never sit in the couches. They sit on top of the couch. And I'm Very like, weird. what is this for? You see everybody sitting on top of the couch. It's yeah, no, so I know. fucking Why? weird. Like, I, I don't like clubs. Yeah. I don't like clubs. I've been to a few clubs because yeah. I had a few promoter friends out in the Hamptons and like I got into the most exclusive places. Yeah. And like. But so here's the point of all of this. Ugh. My thing is. I don't want to do that in my life in any way. Mm -hmm. Yes, I would like to work with the best of the best, but I would like to create an environment where people who are not the best of the best can come, still be a part of it, develop their talents and grow. Because I don't want to be a part of the... I don't ever, ever, ever in my life want to do what these people are doing. And everybody wants that. Everybody wants exclusive, except me, apparently. Everybody wants to be a part of something that you can't get in because you're not with us. You can't mm-hmm. sit with us. Yeah. And my thing is always like, I want to bring all the people together. Yeah. And I do not want to leave out the people who can't, you know, are not at that level, whether it's like intelligence or skill or you know whatever like i used to me and steven we used to do a thanksgiving the day before because my family's ridiculous so i have to do thanksgiving with them mm-hmm. but like i would do a friendsgiving and all the people who would be having thanksgiving by themselves like all the people who move from other places come to new york they can't get back home for thanksgiving or they got kicked out of their families i'm like you have a place at my table yeah. or like my super bowl party like all the people who are at who were at my party are people who would have watched the game by themselves Come to my house. You have a seat here. Mm-hmm. And it's a great vibe. It's a great energy. And everybody's so grateful and super happy to just be a part of a group. Yeah. And it's like, it's not like losers, but it's just something along the line would make you end up watching the game by yourself. And you're totally into the thing. 
Mm. Right? No. Hey, <laughs> I was okay. there, but like, I you was were not there into the game. You were but not into it. Hey, <laughs> I I'm not vibe. into it either. Yeah, not, you were. No, I. Marco always gets into. He says he's not into it, but then he always gets into it once it happens. Yeah, and he like, <laughs> he's like, I'm not competitive. I'm not competitive. I'm like, yes, you are, bitch. Because okay. he, he, he's been telling me for like the last month, like, oh, what if I get better at U.S. serving? I'm like, okay. I'm and just saying. I'm I don't like, want I you to. I heard this I don't guy wasn't competitive. I don't want you to hate me. But look, so. How do we merge the two ideals? Yeah, I think it's going to have to be two different companies, Mark, or like offshoots of the company. That's always what I was thinking. You can't have it both. You can't have it both ways. Yeah. Like, development, you have to develop someone to be exclusive. But, but here's the thing. When we started this, we started it to help the artists, right? But... It seems like from where you're sitting, it's like, no, I started this so I can be the best. No. I, I, my, 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 my way of getting there is very different from yours, Mark. Mm -hmm. And it, and it involves doing what other people want first. It's like kind of like the cost of entry. Mm -hmm. Like you have to kind of do what other people want first so that you can do what you want. Okay. So, yes, you can sit in, like, it's like being an activist. Mm -hmm. It's like, yes, you can sit and, like, hate all the big guys and do all this or whatever. If you're, like, for example, you're protesting Jeff Bezos. Yeah. But at the end of the day. Not me. I'm not protesting Jeff Bezos. No, no. Like, anyone. Yeah. But, like, if you're protesting Jeff Bezos, great. But, like, at the end of the day, your shit has almost no impact (laughs) as an activist. Oh, like a singular person. Your shit has no impact. Okay. Like, because you have no fucking money. Yeah. You have nothing. You l- are literally useless to this person. This person doesn't even know you yeah. exist. You know, you're just talking. Yeah. And other people at your level are listening. Maybe. Yeah. If you're lucky. Right. And maybe you'll make a few bucks here or there, like, if to survive. Mm-hmm. But if you really want to make a big impact, you have to fucking build something to compete with the people at that level and then tell them to fuck off. Mm. But how will you do you that? You have if you're to step using... on them. You have to be bigger than them, because these people are are out there being dirty. Yeah. So if you want to be, if you want to really take them down or mm-hmm. do whatever your shit is, like change the landscape, mm-hmm. you just need to be bigger than them. But all right, business is all about bullying. But can I make <laughs> an make a comparison? Especially in the U.S., it's all about bullying. Yeah. Um, I'll make a comparison. The average promoter makes $1,200 a night, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Um, and of course, you can make more money based on like how many girls you can bring in because promoters make money from the number of girls that they can bring in. The guys with the money will come, but you use the girls as bait. You like dangle them as bait and then rich white guys who are fucking creepy will come and they'll pay for shit so yeah. that they can hang out with hot girls. Yeah. Um, I hated that. And I was just like, I'm going to show you that I can make more money on my own having an all-inclusive party. Yeah non-exclusively mm-hmm. and i did yeah and if i stayed i could have beat like all these clubs who are bringing in like the top djs because the djs will go wherever the vibe is of course but they go because they get big paydays from these clubs yes like if you work marquee like that's a big check mm-hmm. you know but then if you do like just a regular rooftop like monarch you know you get like the lower level djs like yeah. people who are like like producers who just want to like show off the work that they've done Mm -hmm. um but 
for me, I was just like getting like very talented DJs, but they're they're no names. And they'll come and people dance, they'll do their drugs and shit like that and have a phenomenal time. I'll rent like massive lofts in Soho. I'll rent big and do like crazy weekend parties out in the Hamptons. Like I'll do everything. And I was making a shit ton of money. Every event I was looking at 10, 15 grand. But the issue is this. How do you how do we take that same concept because I believe that you can create something without being super exclusive. But we're not doing, we're not super exclusive. Yeah, but you, you talk about like having the best artists and the this and that. And I don't like, want, no, no, no. I want the best artist talent wise. I don't yeah. give a fuck about how big your name is. Yeah. I, I just don't and like it's even better if you don't have a name because then you get to build it with us. Yeah. And we get to help you and, and teach you and all that shit. Like mm. I don't care but talent wise you need to be the best. Okay. I I don't care otherwise. If you've mm. already made it, you don't need to talk to us. Yeah. Like you have your own manager and shit. Good for you. Like but not everyone's an artist. Not everybody's creative. Not so everyone's let's like, say there's a lot of people who paint and draw mm -hmm. and they're good at it, but they're not good enough to be an artist. Mm. And yes, that's subjective. Of course it is. Mm -hmm. But there's also some truth to that. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not trying to be a hater or like anything on anybody's art because like if it, if it makes you happy, do it. Yes. It's that's great. Mm -hmm. But not everybody's creative skill is monetizable. Mm. So let's say our top billers, Catherine, Caviar, yes. Liz. Let's take those three individual mm -hmm. artists. And then let's compare them. What would you do with the bottom three? You know what Barbara Cochran did with her realtors? Mm. Every six months, she would get rid of the bottom two. It's not a competition. No, I know. But I'm just saying the way she kept her company. And even now, they still do it. Yeah. Yeah. Cochran, bottom whatever percentile gets fired automatically like they you just know at the end of the year every six months <laughs> you gotta go and it's not a matter of like oh i like you so you stay i don't like you so yeah. you go it's like the leaderboard is there mm -hmm. and you see and, yourself and at the not, bottom it's never personal no it's never personal so i'm asking nice. you would you want to have a system like that or how would you would you put together something to you know help develop skills or would you just it's just raw talent if you're good you're if you're you're good if not we're gonna kick you off the platform no see that's hard to do mark because like i used to be a really photographer mm -hmm. or a videographer mm -hmm. but at the same time it's like i think as we grow the people we get on the platform are going to be a lot better mm -hmm. because we're not going to accept people who are not at that level yet yeah at the level where they're actually able to monetize and this and that and it's like I'm not going to call any names, but like right now on the platform, we have people who are just like, they're not real artists. It's like a hobby for them. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between someone who's an artist and like creative all the time. And, that, mm -hmm. and, that, and then there's someone who just does art on the side. Mm -hmm. It's like a professional cyclist, surfer, sport, whatever, mm -hmm. compared to someone who does it on the weekend. Yeah. Anyone who does it on the weekend, like it's not for you. This is not the place for you. Yeah. You know?
Okay. Plus, all of our best artists have already seen some kind of success. Yeah. Because it finds you. Like, if you have mm-hmm. talent, it finds you. Some kind of success. Any type of recognition, a mm-hmm. sale here, there, anything. Mm-hmm. No. I always, I always worry about stuff because, like, I never want to be something where, like, exclude yeah. certain people because yeah. of... And I'm not saying, like, because a lot of times, like, someone who's an artist, they might be an artist, but maybe not a visual artist. Yeah. An artist in a different way. They have different skills. Mm-hmm. And like, that's why I want the company to be all-encompassing for creativity. Yeah. It's like, I want you to be able to... Fit in somewhere. To fit in somewhere. Yeah. You know, it's like, great, this isn't the type of art for you. Yeah. You can't draw. You can't do this. And, like, that's okay, though. Right. Because you're really good at doing this other thing, and mm-hmm. you're going to be way happier in this position, and you're going to mm. be way... Like, you're going to add way more value in this place. Mm-hmm. So, it's fine that you don't do visual art, but you can't do it and then like it's not good and it's not good yeah because we won't accept that Mm -hmm. like you either find another place Mm -hmm. or you find another another career yeah you know maybe the creative field isn't for you yeah i think about it a lot because i think and that's okay like it you don't not everyone like I hate that term. It's like, oh, everyone's creative. Like, no, not everybody's <laughs> creative. Some people are very much so not creative. And I was listening again to this guy, Peterson here, mm-hmm. and he was describing creativity. He was talking about how it's like <sighs> creativity is not just about novelty because it's a matter of novelty and then implication of, of like application of it. It's like, how useful is it? Mm-hmm. So your creativity, like great, you if you're measuring it off like how new an idea is like anybody can come up with a ridiculous idea but that's not good that's not creative it's useless (laughs) or same thing if like you come up with an idea but then everyone else around you also comes up with that same idea then that's also not creative because anybody else could have had that idea yeah so creativity is like a very and then at the same time it's like it's not good to be creative all the time because creative people struggle it's like mm-hmm. monetizing creativity is super difficult yeah. it's like so it's such a high risk high reward thing i was just observing something about my body language you said jordan peterson and i immediately felt Cross a tight li- tightness in my chest mm-hmm. i folded my arm and i just like completely disassociated mm, yes, physically yes, yes, subconsciously yeah. physically and i was like why is it that i did that and just as you were speaking i was thinking about it at the same time i was like I think he goes out of his way to have a prickly personality. Yeah, I think so sometimes. And so that's why I like the guy. But it doesn't make him wrong. I like the guy. (laughs) You know, he says a lot of, like, true things. And if we really examine it, we're like, whoa, that's... Yeah, I think he's just a sad man, Mark. I think he's angry for some Mm, reason. I think he's just sad. You think he's sad? Yeah, I think he's just a pessimist. Yeah. And it's like... He's like, oh, like, he always talks about how sad people are. It's like, oh, you're so useless and you're so this and that. Like, if you can find some value, maybe you'll feel good about yourself. And it's like, no, I don't believe that. It's Mm -hmm. like, I don't think you're useless unless you, like, bear a load, as you would say. It's like, Mm. you don't have some kind of responsibility. But it's like, the other shit he says, if you ignore the sadness in him, like, it's all factual. It's all good. Mm -hmm. It's like, yes, you you need to be responsible. Yes, you need to have purpose in life. Yes, like, not everyone's intelligent. Yeah. Not everyone's creative, mm-hmm. and that's okay. But you need to find your purpose, regardless of where you fall in that yeah. space, you know. But you see, like these are the things that I just—I have a really, really, really difficult time with these things. When it says not everybody's creative and not everybody's intelligent, because 
there are so many people who it's just untapped because we're not trained and teachers aren't trained to identify talent. Of course not. I was talking Lack to my of mom. opportunity has nothing to do with, with, with actual truth, though. But look, I was talking to my mom this morning about my little brother and sister, and they, mm. they struggle because they haven't found their passion. And I blame myself no. because I'm like, maybe I'm not, I, I haven't figured out what their passion is, so I don't know how to help them to tap into it. And I was explaining this to my mom because if you think that I'm tough on them, like she's really, really fucking tough because the way she sees it as an immigrant woman who cleans people's homes is that education is the only way out. I know what it's like. Right, right. I had, I experienced Right, the same and thing. I said this to her too. Like you and your dad, there was like a great chasm for a very long time yeah. because he couldn't put his finger on your talent, mm -hmm. right? And then yeah. when you teamed up with me, we were able to like unearth a lot of these things and develop yes. them. But it's also like... But what I'm Your saying is this. Your siblings are not looking for it. Wait, but what I'm saying is this. You look at Harvey Weinstein, one of the Whoa. top producers in the whole world. Put aside what he did. Yeah, sure. Trigger warning. <laughs> I fucking hate the guy. I think he's despicable. Everything. You can't ugly. do that. Da, if blah, you, blah. If you look no, no, no. We're not going to go off on a tangent. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. But just take a look at him this and guy tell me you don't get a rapist. Is disgusting. Huge, <laughs> disgusting, disgusting, disgusting. Yes. But here is how he became, here's how he developed the skill to become one of the world's greatest movie mm -hmm. producers and movie makers. Tapped into people's. No. Okay. When he was a kid mm -hmm. living in Queens, okay. with a single mom, he and his brother. Yeah. I think his dad died. Um mm -hmm. and he was playing on the playground and he got hit in the eye. Mm -hmm. You know, he has like one eye, right? Like the other one is like a glass eye. Oh shit. No, I didn't yeah. know that. So he, he got in the eye, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so he was out of school for a very, very long time as he was recovering. And he just started going to the movies and he would just mm -hmm. literally watch movies all day long as a kid. Yeah. And he developed that, that muscle for storytelling through visuals. Mm -hmm. And, he was just reading all the time, reading and reading and reading. And so that's why he options like the best books and make mm -hmm. them into movies. Yeah. And so he developed that skill as a kid and no one knew what it was. All they saw was like him reading countless books and watching movies. Yeah. And that's all he did. Yeah. But he was just developing the skill of what he does. Yeah. Yeah, that's and it's the same thing with like other people that you see. Like you don't know what it is, but they're always singing, making noise, and you're like, "Oh my God, will you shut the fuck up?" And then they become Adele, or they become Beyonce. Yeah, or they actually shut the fuck up, or they shut the fuck up. But if you don't know how to, some people they just have the talent and it's been nurtured and nurtured and nurtured, whether yeah. instinctually or by somebody else, mm -hmm. like Beyonce's mom. And or her dad realized that they had a, that she had a talent there, yeah, and her dad it. quit his job and everything mm -hmm. and put the band together. Yeah. Same thing with this guy who put One Direction together. Yeah, yeah. You know Simon Cowell. He mm -hmm. saw them. They all the whole One Direction people. They were all individual entrants, yeah, and he was yeah. like, "I'm gonna put you guys yeah, together." And it worked. And it worked. Mm -hmm. So I think in every single person, like very athletic kids, for example. Same thing. Yeah. Like a lot the, of like athletes, kid like. Professional athletes are just yeah. kids or couldn't sit down or kids who couldn't sit down. The parents saw that and then Throw put them, them in a sport, in a yeah. sport and mm -hmm. trained them until they became pro. Yeah, that's all it was. Right. Yeah. So same thing with like Cristiano. Everybody knows his story. Like he was course. playing soccer and like 
parents saw that he was really good. His dad like did everything to make sure that he mm-hmm. got in front of somebody. Yeah. What's the name of the guy who's a race car driver, the black guy from England who wins everything? Oh yeah. Um fucking the F1 driver. Yeah. Um him. His dad, mm-hmm. same thing. Yeah, he's insane. Yeah. His story's crazy. How am I blanking on his name? Fucking It's I was your guy. Say Kim, it, Come on. No, he's not my guy. Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton. Um, he's not my guy. Like Kimmy Reckoning. Okay. But, um, well, Lewis wins everything, every race. He does. He, he wins does, every so. single tour. Well, Kimmy, when he was in his prime, he used to win everything. But, so, like, it just, you know, it trickles down. Like, yeah. every, there's a new generation that beats the old one. It's just how it goes. But it's the same thing. Yeah. You identify that talent and then it, it grows. So yeah. I think within every fucking person yeah. is that thing. Mm-hmm. And I want to be a part of the infrastructure. I want to build something finding that talent. finding that yeah. and nurturing it. Yeah, that's what I'd love to do, too, because that's where it was, like, lacking for me. Yeah, right? Because right now, I two things in my life. Like, one, I think I, if I really, if somebody saw that in me and then made me Earlier. do it early on in my life, Jesus. I would be a professional athlete. One, yeah. I think, because I, I'm, even now, like, none of the skills I know how to do now, I learned within the last three years. Yeah. Since I graduated, since I got my car, snowboarding, everything. Yeah. And I'm fucking great at them. Yeah. Like. I advance in those things way faster than most people do. Yeah. Even swimming, like I joined it in sophomore year of my high school and I was at the one, almost at the top of the thing in my junior year at the very beginning of the season that my shoulder gave out, but Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, But nobody nurtured that in me. Yeah. And I never said, I could not sit still. You see, I cannot sit still. Um, Even on days off, like I'm like, I need to do something. Yeah. Um, And then that, and then the entrepreneurial stuff, Mm -hmm. because it's like, all my dad saw was like, oh, he's in his room and he assumed I was playing video games or watching, excuse me, YouTube, mm-hmm. which I was. Mm-hmm. But you were actively but learning the But the entire the time I was watching YouTube, it was like all shit that I was learning. Yeah. It's like all I was doing was teaching myself new skills and developing yeah. the skill of learning new things. Yeah. That's why I'm good at what I do now because I'm not an amazing people person. I'm not an amazing mm-hmm. this or that salesperson, whatever. But I'm really good at teaching myself new things. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I can just adapt to any skill that requires, that's like required for the company it's like we're going in this direction figure this out and do it yeah okay so i i don't know i i and and this is my this is where i want to do work with kids this is my issue with the whole thing where like i just i don't want to i want to create an infrastructure that is inclusive as opposed to like excluding people now of course you have to work with the best of the best yes of course however I just think it's just so important to foster talent. Everyone and has foster a skill. growth. Everyone has a skill, Mark, mm-hmm. but not everyone has that skill. Yes. Yeah. You know, that's why it's like they're the best school right now where like I think the highest percentage of people go to college and like Ivy League schools mm-hmm. is like a school that has no schedule. Mm. It's literally like there's teachers around and there's no classes. You like the teachers are just teaching that subject all day to whoever walks into the class. Which school is this? I don't remember. It was like a thing, a school we were talking about in my sociology class in high school. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's a few of them like that. And almost every single one of those kids end up going to Ivy leagues. Really? Mm-hmm. There's this place called, there's this college. It's a two year college in the desert of Nevada called deep Springs. Mm-hmm. It's an all boys college. Mm-hmm. You work at the school and all of those guys matriculate into like top colleges. Yeah. Like they keep it like very, very trim. Like mm-hmm. they take in like 30 boys per yeah. per year. And it's in fucking insane. My, my 
counselor wanted me to go there so badly and i mm. really wanted to and they were like get the fuck out of here we don't want you oh my god yeah really yeah. i no, i didn't think they said that they just said no we can't take you yeah <laughs> but um we regret to inform you oh my god they always regret yeah. to inform me um um but it's so weird that school said no but cornell vanderbilt davidson mm-hmm. like lewis and clark like the top school said yes yeah. but they said no. Yeah. I couldn't understand. I was like, I wanted to go. But it's so selective. Yeah. Because it's not about grades, Mark. Yeah. It's, just it's really not. not. It's yeah. not. They don't give a fuck about your grades. <laughs> they just don't. Um, I would love to just listen in. I'm going to actually look up someone. I'm going to look that up on LinkedIn and like connect with someone in here in New York City who went to Deep Springs College. Yeah. But like this school, Be- like, it has. I just want to finish yeah. off with this. Sorry. Like, uh. It literally has no schedule. Like when you join the school, it's like. There's no, you don't have to do anything. And that's so for weird the to first me. month or two, they talk about it. It's like the kids, a lot of the time, they'll just sit or go on their iPhones or play video yeah. games or whatever. It's like, but then after a month or two, they're like, I don't want to do this. I want to find something I like. And they'll go around and find the thing that they like. But I feel like all of those kids, kids are self-starters. You don't need to, Mark. Everyone gets bored. But, but don't you think a lot of kids, like they get stuck in that, like just video games all day? even though they know that all the the knowledge is out there on youtube and the internet and in books they just Mm. video games all day weed and video games and jerking off but that's because that's because like there's no like the parents don't foster and nobody in their lives fosters that so do they do this at the school what foster yeah like everyone there's like always there to help and like the other kids because then you're surrounded by other people who Mm. are doing their thing and finding it's like the atmosphere that sets it because it's like, yes, maybe mm-hmm. you are the loser kid, but when you're surrounded by everyone who's winning, you start to feel shitty about yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not doing anything, you know? So, and everyone there ends up finding their passion and doing whatever, and they're always the best at their shit. Because, mm-hmm. like, you can do whatever you want, and then you find whatever you like. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I want to do. Mm. Yeah, that's what I'm looking. Because, like, something very open like that, because I never got a choice. I fucking hated English yeah. and this and that or whatever. Like, yeah. I fucking hated it. Um, but film and television, I'd say hours after school for, and like, I'd work when I didn't need to, or do this or that. I was like, I loved it. Yeah. And like working on things, Mm -hmm. like I, anytime something broke in the studio, my teacher would give it to me so I could take it home so I could fix it. Really? Yes. Cause I was the only one who knew how to do it. And I taught myself that. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, like, same thing with my technical theater teacher. It's like, oh, this shit's broken. Can you fix it? And I'd come in at lunch or after school or whatever and just sit down and fucking work on something and fix it. Or, like, do whatever it was and, like, figure out solutions to problems and this and that. It's like, that was my thing. You know, I love technical shit. But I fucking hated English class. I literally tone out. Mm. I, 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 tr- I worked so hard at toning people out. Like, they gave us these computers in school. And it's like, I just figured out a way so the teachers can't see my screen. <laughs> they get so mad at me. And then, mm. like, when they, when they told me I couldn't do that, I just brought my own laptop. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like, I, I tried so hard to just ignore the fucking shit they were talking to me about. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. But you see, like, this is the thing, though. Like, when you push, and this is usually the problem. These people who don't fit the mold, when you push them out of the group, it's almost like, where do you end up? They end yeah. up being delinquents, yeah. doing bad things or whatever. Because, like, you had enough brain to, like, at least just pass your tests. Yes. 
You know, a lot of people, they don't care enough to do that. Or you knew that you needed X amount of grades or X amount of GPA to matriculate. Yeah. And I never and you did, did drugs. It. And I stayed away from all the partying and shit. Yeah. And, like, I had a passion. I, yeah, I had a yeah. purpose. I knew what I wanted. But it's not even that. Like, everything lined up so that that was it. Like, you didn't have the, you weren't, like, the popular guy. So imagine no. if you were a popular guy and you were invited to everything. So it's like, I don't need to fucking graduate or I don't need to fucking, it's like, whatever. It's like everything yeah. lined up in a way that yeah. you were not exposed to that kind of shit. Yeah. You know? But even now I don't like drink or anything like that like crazy. Yeah. I don't do any of that stuff. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know. My personality is not very, I don't know. I'm addicted to some things. Not, yeah. Not so much. I'm addicted to adrenaline. Yeah. That's my thing. Like anything like adrenaline driven is like, I want to do it all the time. Yeah. Especially at sports. Like anything that that makes me tired is like exciting. <laughs> so. But it's crazy to me. It's just I just fucking want to help and I do not want to be a part of the problem. And if I'm you a part fit of it super well in your school, right? F fuck yeah. I was like one of the most popular people. Not just that, but you did amazing with your grades. You're all that. It's like I was involved in everything. Went very well. Yeah. For you. Yeah. I mean, I was gay in Jamaica, so it has its limits, you know. <laughs> but you didn't know you were gay until like. Late. No, you people call you gay before you're sucking the dick. It always goes like that because you're not as masculine. Well, people oh. who can hide it, like the top people who are like tops, mm. like you know, they're typically straight passing. Yeah. So they would be like sucking dick on the side or like fucking people, fucking dudes in the on the side, mm. but no one would know. Yeah. And that's like half of the group, half of the LGBT thing. Mm. It's like people who are straight passing, like Steven. No one would ever know that he's gay. Yeah. You know, because he just looks like one of the dudes. Mm. <laughs> but when, when you're not as masculine or you're not as tough, like you're, they, they everybody knows before you. Because <laughs> you're like, what do you mean I'm gay? I'm just like a little, I'm just soft. <laughs> I just like, hang out with all the girls. I just, like, you know I what? I never know. did that. Yeah, no, you did. It's you so weird. I never. Because you're so attracted to the dick. No. <laughs> I just prefer manly energy. I don't know. Because you're so attracted to the dick. I just, I never even, I never even had crushes on dudes. Yeah. It's so weird. I had crushes on girls. I had two crushes in my life. Well, now mm -hmm. three. Mm -hmm. So it's so, like, yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's my only, I never really, no. Yeah. No crushes. It's it's crazy. Crazy life. But um yeah, so I fit in wherever I go. Yeah. And but I I understand that it has nothing to do with me. I understand that it's a it's a thank God for my upbringing cuz that was fostered. Yeah. You know? Um so I don't know it's and I just felt like I was very lucky. So what the fuck are we going to do? We're going to do what you said, which is, you know, <laughs> what you said. I want to do both. I want to do both, but I think there's limits. I'm yeah. a, I'm a pretty tough person with that stuff, Mark. So yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't think everyone deserves to win. I, I think there's something wrong with you. We can all win, Steph. You winning doesn't mean that someone else has no, to lose. No, I'm not saying that that's required, but it's like not everyone's a winner. Everyone is a winner in their thing. Not, yes, but like a lot of, 
you need to find the passion is what I'm saying. Right. But when, when you find that passion, you'll be a winner in that thing. Hmm. It's like a lot of movie actors. They can't read. You, you put them in front of a live audience and say, read the prompter. They can't read it. But, they, but you tell them that, okay, be this person, and they completely come out of themselves, and now they are that guy. Yes, I'm not saying, like, no, like people deserve to lose. I'm just saying, like... That's literally what you're no, saying. No, I'm not. There's a difference between not, everyone, not everyone's a winner and everyone deserves to lose. Obviously. But you're saying there are losers, and we should let losers lose. That's what you're saying, and it's, I, don't, I don't agree with it. Well, you need to lose to be able to find your passion. You need to eat shit. No, Steph, like, no. That is also different than let losers lose. Hmm. Let, the, let the losers lose. Because I, I, not everyone's like a loser. That's what white people, the avant-garde white people think, that they're winners, me, and then they're losers, black people. <laughs> Leave it alone. No, I don't believe that. You know I don't believe that. Of course you don't believe that, but you, the sentiments are the same. Yeah. No, I, I don't believe that it's like... But you need to lose a lot before you can win. That's once. different than saying let losers lose. You consider yourself a winner, and you don't mind taking the L for a little bit. That's very different than yes. saying let losers lose. Yeah. So so it's not what no, you're saying. I don't know. Maybe I fucked up. Listen. I, I, deserve, I believe everyone has a place where they fit in. Yes. And they need to find that place. I what I'm saying is that, however, we need to create something, an atmosphere for them to find that. Yes. Yeah. Or whatever I touch, I'm I very, want it my to thing be. Is like I'm very worried about with schooling. Go ahead. I whatever I create or whatever I'm involved in, it has to be something where people can come in and feel like yes, I can grow. And win in this environment. Yeah. I don't know. It's like I'm worried because that's very hard to do. But I think it will pay off in the end. Yeah. I think it's going to have to be multiple things. Like my thing is like the testing for getting into these things. Like the, 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 you cannot put somebody who's not creative in a creative environment. No, I'm going to retract that statement. <laughs> I think we can just, we can... Um, no, let me explain why I said that. Okay. Um, it needs to be a mix. It's like my same views on public school. Like, I think you, you can't have all the smart people together. <laughs> I don't want to go any further into that because that's a whole nother podcast. We'll do a part two to that one. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's going to be a... An interesting, very interesting, but interesting. I, I think it's going to be exciting. It's exciting. It is. It's a big project. Though. Mm -hmm. It's a big project to, to do this. Yeah. A whole it's exciting. Maybe one Crater University. Yeah. Oh. Are I we going to charge tuition? I like. No. No, we will not. Our tuition is going to be after you start your career. Yeah, I want it. I want ten percent, five to ten percent exactly. no, of the five, rest of your life. Five percent, five percent for the rest of your life. Exactly. But you get everything free, and you everything get all the support, upon, and everything. you get a job. I don't know about that, but not at Creator, but like we make sure that you get a job. Somewhere. I don't know about that either. Or you start something, dude. Job placement makes everything a hundred times more difficult. I prefer to give you the tools. No, I'll do both. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think people deserve that. 
You're saying you'll do both? That means I'm going to do yes, both because it means that I'm going to go out there and find network with the people who can hire these fucking people. Yeah, we're going to be friends fucking... with all the top people. <laughs> we're gonna, if That's you, so hard. Mark, it's going to be like a thing where it's like oh, these God. companies work with creator. We're going to be the shit, I guess bro. everybody would like to align with us. That's how it's going to be. So it's not going to be that much work. People are going to want our people because they're so good. It's like kids who go to SCAD. They get jobs immediately. They're that good. Porsche and all these big companies, Nikes and sh Nike and shit, they all make commercials with students at SCAD. Like, they're that good. So, yes, people How many people graduate from SCAD versus how many of them fucking work for Porsche? Actually, a lot. It's a very high percentage. Bro, do you know how many talented artists are, like, literally fucking all over the world? Why the fuck would they... You have SCAD, you have RISD, you have Brown, you have Cal, um, Cal Arts. You have so many great, great art schools. Okay. Why Why are they... No, it, it's like... It's hard like, to, to guarantee... But we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Okay, I have no need we'll to... We'll get there. You know, <laughs> we right can figure it out. But <laughs> I want to be the best of the best, Mark, and nothing less will be will suffice. Okay, <laughs> like a fucking young Bezos or Musk over here. Okay, fine. I will. <laughs> You'll be the best of the best. We're gonna be the best of the best. The company is. We're the standard. Okay. The fine. standard shit. The best shit. Okay. Well. Ain't nothing gonna hold. Me. I don't know the song. Going on. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I get knocked We've down, no, but I get up no, again. No, no. You're never gonna get me down. I'm done I'm getting knocked down, down, Mark. I'd like, I'd again. like to get You're up and then take down. a step up the step ladder. <laughs> I want to fucking have money this month to pay rent. <laughs> up, up, up. I want rent. Okay. <laughs> At least. <laughs> I think this is a good episode. Yeah, it's been long. Now we're in 22 minutes. Wow, Steph. How does your audience feel? Jesus Christ. Let's try that again. What? This has been a great episode. Yes, it's very good. Oh, it's nice. great. My audience feels great. They know I love them. He goes, ugh, it's long. It's <laughs> so long. They know I care. When's your meeting? Right now. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. I love you.